Welcome to the Letterbox. This is our 412 podcast. And Kyle, tell us who we have. We have JT's other halves. Oh. Josh Ooh. and Holly. What? Both on together. So there's no jealousy. Uh, guys, say hi. 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 This is uh, Quarry and Holly, I would probably go oh, for, yeah. but mm, sure, we'll see what, what comes out. Um, congratulations, all you listeners who have completed exams. Exam season is officially over, and so hopefully you're spending some good time with your friends now, and especially with the Lord. But before we start getting into serious stuff, we're going to play a wee bit of a game. Are we? We're going to actually play two games. Well, kind of a game and a question. So <laughs> you start with the question. I'll start with the question. So the first question to all of us is, if you were trapped on a desert island and you could only choose one form of social media, which one would you choose? There's definitely a right and a wrong answer to this, I feel like. I feel like the wrong answer is definitely Twitter. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if anybody is bringing Twitter on a desert island, you're about 65. Yeah, it's good for like sports news, though. Mm. If you see if you follow transfers, class. You know, like Fabrizio. Fabrizio. <laughs> yeah. Would you pick that for your only platform to choose? It would be Twitter. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Well, what, what would you just pick? Um, I'd probably pick Instagram I feel like I'm able to message people on there I'm able to see what other people are up to and as, then I'm also able to show everybody how cool my desert island looks <laughs> that's, that's fair, that's, that's fair. fair I would also choose Instagram, that's a brilliant reason yeah. I actually don't really post on Instagram though but um, when I'm bored it's usually my go-to like most people watch YouTube I go on the, like, the explore page of Instagram and spend Way, way too much time on it. Quarry's just start to pick TikTok. No, I actually, I was thinking about it, but then I don't think... Your Instagram's basically TikTok Yeah, now. it actually is, like, yeah. with these reels. Um, I feel like Instagram's a bit of a, like, you can do it all. I was thinking about Snapchat, but, like, actually, that's the most cursing you could ever think of. Like, that's, like, a 13-year-old answer. Yeah, well, I am 13, pretty much. I think I would go Facebook, just, oh, just oh, for... Of course, you where you want to be different. Just for Messenger. I feel like most what? of the people I talk to... Instagram Is yeah. WhatsApp a social media... Mm. Yeah, yeah. I then I choose WhatsApp. Oh, no, what's up? What's up? Is right. Be real, no. Oh, that's actually not a bad one. I suppose <laughs> so. You can get, get a bit boring after. You're on a desert island. You're it's like to get your three though. There's there's Holly's be real again. Oh, still just turn on beach like <laughs> SOS and for help. Um, right, I have an actual game. So we'll get Holly and Josh to go against each other. Oh. I have one more question uh, before your actual game. So. Quarry came with a bit of statistics, and so we kind of want to figure out what it is. No, we're not going to show the statistics on this. Are you sure he has them? He yeah, 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 he does, he does. I but we want He's to know, fine. what day of the week do you think mm. is best to post? Best as in to get you the most likes? Likes and views. Okay, I'm going to say Friday, because everyone's just getting out of work and school and stuff. I would guess... A Saturday morning, really? about eleven a.m. <laughs> wow! I would oh, say. Do you know the answer? I actually don't remember the answer. I heard it, but I don't remember the answer. I actually know maybe I think it is. I think it might be Wednesday, which is quite random. I wouldn't have said that though. I think I would have said something like a Friday or a Saturday when everyone's off. I feel like I would maybe go for like a Tuesday or a Thursday. I feel like those are like two days that are like. People don't really know what to do with their Tuesdays and Thursdays, so to just sit in their phone for hours. Fair. What well, if like a Sunday? People like yeah, 
that's a, kind no of social media on a Sunday yeah. no it's a Sabbath not, yeah, not us but like you know yeah, of yeah, course. well forum, whatever. listeners we're going to put a poll up after this is released and you can vote what day you think it is and then in about two days time after this is posted we'll actually post the correct answer perfect okay on our game Holly versus Josh there's only pride at stake the game is 412 leaders Instagram followers, so number of followers that they have, and we're gonna play a game of like higher or lower. So, right. like you know, I'll start with, for example, Josh because that's exactly. what I'm gonna start with, um, and then you know, higher or lower. So, okay. we'll say that Josh is our starting point, but I won't tell you how many followers Josh has yet. Okay. So I think I actually know out of all the four twelve leaders who has the most followers. Yeah. I, I as well. So I do. Okay. So, I think Josh can go first. No, it's not you, JT. Josh can go first. <laughs> okay. So, compared to your Instagram okay. followers, now, by the way, what's with the number of people on YouTube that have Finstas? So, like these oh, two don't actually post. Holly and Josh don't post on their <laughs> actual accounts, they post on their Finsta accounts that have like 80 followers. This is your like legitimate accounts that you haven't posted yeah. on in years. A Finsta is like a safer space. <laughs> I've created a really nice culture on my finster okay i cool. do though i do battle with my finster whether it's right or wrong mm. so just putting it like okay. that i don't actually need the answer to that so compared to the number of followers that josh has does holly have oh no more or less followers oh uh, i don't know Wait. i'm gonna say less because my instagram is pretty old holly's oh. probably older but she's older than me yeah, but like I've had it. Um, actually, that's true. I did go and delete loads and loads of followers like a year ago as well. Sure, I did. Like I was like, ah. Okay, the answer is Holly does have less followers. Josh has one thousand and eighty nine, and Holly has eight hundred and fifty six. Okay, so Holly, compared to your followers, mm-hmm. do I have more or less? I am a big deal, like you are. I host a podcast. I feel like, I feel like Kyle, you you know a lot of people, but there's many people like but him. I I I don't know. See, I'm trying to think logistically of like, do you put a lower, higher answer questions beside each other? Do you? Oh my goodness! I did not think that they would get this deep. Guys, we need to get so, the podcast. So let's, I, let's keep it I'm going to go for lower. <laughs> Lower is the correct answer because I only have 477 followers that's because I use Insta more like a Finsta. Oh, okay, so Josh, compared to me, yes. does JT have more or less followers? Now, JT also has two Instagram accounts. What's that about? Oh, I love Shout that out one. to my old self that I forgot the password to. <laughs> Class, so does JT's account that he uses more regularly have more or less followers than my 477? I know this. He has more. I stalk him. How many does he have? I don't know. Do you want me to guess? I'm yeah. going to say 829. No. Oh, awful shout. Yeah. Um, 617? No, not even close. He actually only has 486. Yeah. So he only has like nine more followers than me. Okay. Compared to... JT, you can answer this. Compared to yourself, <laughs> does the 412 page have more or less followers? That's a good question. Um, I, I would... I would want to say less, but I'm going to say more just just because there's a lot more people on 412 than me. Yeah, that's right. It does have more followers. It has 715, um, so it does have less than Josh and Holly. Okay, and a final question. Josh and Holly can 
answer together compared to the 412 page so the page that we post everything on and should be followed by the most people does Lily Thompson have more or less followers Lily has the most followers out of everybody (laughs) how many more followers does Lily have than 412 700 I think Lily has 2,000 followers, at least. Not even, Actually, no, it's not even close. She's not 5,000. She's something wild. She is an influencer. Lily is an influencer. She currently has 4,249 oh followers. Wow. At the peak of Lily's power, she had nearly 8,000. 8,000? Yeah. Why do people don't like her then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? She always says that it dropped when we got married and she was oh, off the market, and then it dropped more when we had Theodore, Theodore. which is... Really, really harsh. Okay, so... We are going to get into the serious stuff now, guys. Um, And so, the way this episode is going to run, so the question is, is social media helpful for a Christian? And the way we're going to run this is, Josh and Quarry... Josh and Quarry! (laughs) Yep, me. Quarry and Holly have came prepared with a positive and a negative H towards, like, being a Christian on social media. And so we're going to do, like, a... Like, a back and forth kind of thing, like... Pro to con, then con to pro. Um, and so to start us off, Holly, give us a pro to a Christian using social media. Yeah, so I think one um, kind of positive that I had kind of thought about would be that a cu- this culture on social media can be created of public honour and encouragement. Um, and what I mean by that, when we are on social media, we have so much power and we have so much control over what we say and what we do with our own social media. Um, and it can be used and we can use it to publicly honour and encourage one another. So, like, for example, the likes of birthdays are really big on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And some people will just write, like, happy birthday. Um, but others, like, will use that time to actually really encourage and really honour and um, uplift other people. I also think there's this really ugly and dark side that can come with social media. So gossiping and bullying and crude jokes and inappropriate photos and all these other things of the world that we can get lost in but actually as followers of jesus we're called to be lights um so as christians we should go against that and we should go against the the culture of social media um and try not to get caught up in that but instead use it to publicly honor and encourage Mm. others and i think like in 412 we really do and really try to promote this kind of culture of honour. We do it through our honour slots. We do it through um, encouraging young people to talk to their friends face-to-face, send messages. We wrote letters to people before. We've done all of these things to try and create this culture. Um, But it says in Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And I think that's where this has really came from, Mm -hmm. um, of why we choose to honour and encourage others because it comes from the Bible and because we want to stand with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also, we're called to honour each other, but we're also called to outdo one another mm. in honour. And I think we should do this in all areas of our lives. It shouldn't yeah. just be in 412 and it shouldn't just be confined to these walls. But actually, we should include all areas of life that we are involved in, including social media. Mm-hmm. And I think... I do think the best way that we honour people is face-to-face. It's through conversations. Mm. Um, and I think that when we do that, people know that we are genuine with our honour and with our encouragement <clears throat> we, that we say to those people. Um, but if we are to spur one another on, if we're to try and outdo each other, if we're trying to compete, well then, why not use different methods? Yeah. Um, and I think social media is a great one. I think mm-hmm. it allows um, people to be uplifted. It allows them to be encouraged publicly. Um, but also within that, whenever we honour people p- 
publicly, it also mm. opens up the opportunity for non-Christians to hear. Yeah. And it opens up the opportunity for people who don't know Jesus yet to just catch a glimpse of that, mm-hmm. to be able to see Jesus' love and his joy and his compassion that he has for his followers as we show that we have those same things for our friends yeah, mm-hmm. and other followers of Jesus. Um, and when we do that, we're able to witness against the world. We're able to show the world what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus, mm. that we do love each other well yeah, and we're yeah. all part of the same family. Um, and we're able to stand out and, because the Holy Spirit uses and works within us. Um, and I think, like I've said before, like our culture of social media, it can be really dark and it can be really gloomy and nowadays that's where so much bullying happens it's all on social media people behind the screens um but how often do we get caught up in posting and promoting artists on social media and Mm. like telling people oh isn't this artist class class isn't this celebrity what they're wearing is really cool but actually how often do we uplift and encourage and promote our friends and promote jesus to other people Mm. as well yeah i think you're right i think like social media is just such a forgotten place and tool that we can use to honour people. Like, I think that challenge is really helpful because I just think, imagine if I took time on Instagram to just flick through stories and it was just Mm -hmm. honour after honour after Mm -hmm. honour instead of people promoting themselves or promoting artists or celebrities. Mm -hmm. And it was just honour, honour, honour. It would make me, first of all, want to honour somebody, which would create a chain Mm -hmm. that we could all do. But it would just also stand out. It would be yeah. something significant. And so I think you're right. I think social media is kind of like a no-no for Christianity sometimes because we're scared of the side yeah. of social yeah. media. But I think it's such a forgotten tool mm-hmm. for honour, yeah. like you said. So mm-hmm. thank you, Ollie. It's super. Josh, give us a con. What is like a bad thing about social media as a Christian? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cons of social media, especially as a Christian, especially as just a young person in general. Mm-hmm. I think we have become far too dependent on social media as a whole. And I think that young people nowadays and Christians are like unknowingly addicted to social media as well, which mm. almost sounds dramatic, but like if you were to replace the time that we spend on social media, the focus and the attention that we do on it into something other than that, then we almost would worry and we almost would, like people would notice that. And I think because it's so normalized nowadays to be, have your phone to be on all the time and to be on social media, it is almost overlooked and undermined. Mm. Um, so I think before we try and set any boundaries, of how to have like a healthier relationship with social media. Um, yeah, I think we first and foremost have to admit like we've become far too yeah. dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like we're just scared of boredom. Like we cannot stand <laughs> being bored. Yeah. Like we always have to be doing something. We have to be fidgeting. We have to like have something in our hands. Um, and I think that's just like this thing of like we're scared of not having anything to do. Um, but like that thing of like being addicted to it. Like an addiction is something that you can't stop. So like if you're that type of person that is constantly trying to do that like that social media fast and feels time and time again mm. like i think we have to acknowledge that like this is a, a bigger issue than we think it is yeah. Yeah. it's not just like oh you're you like your phone a lot and you're addicted <laughs> to it or like you're anti anti-social yeah um but actually it is a bigger problem than we think and i think the social media is one of those things where um we keep going back to it to get that quick fix and because it is so normalized nowadays it just leaves us wanting more and more and more mm. um and i think that's why we've seen like the highest levels of like anxiety and depression mm. and mental health issues nowadays is because like we just keep going back to it and we are constantly left wanting more and more. We're checking if that person has liked our photo. We're checking if that person has like Snapchat us back, and we just like build ourselves on that. Um, and I think like I looked it up. Like social media is one of the top seven most common addictions in the world, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Like 
Um, but and we have to make sure that we're not idolizing it and we're not mastered mm-hmm. by it. And um, yeah. Paul mentions in First Corinthians, like I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. So how do we kind of like combat that? Like I think sometimes we have to take some time away from that. We have to give up something that is good and something that we like to make sure that we're not actually mastered yeah. by it. Um, but I think first and foremost, we just don't want to admit that we are far too dependent on social media. Um, yeah, and I think like without social media, we would feel a wee bit mm-hmm. weird. We, we would be a bit anxious and we would have a lot of FOMO. Um, but I, and it is a bit of an anxiety-inducing feeling that if we don't have our phones, we don't have something to check. Um, so I think first we have to like confess and like admit yeah. that we are too dependent on it. I think second, we kind of have to like break down what actually are we doing on it. Um, yeah. Because most of the time it is just a constant distraction. Mm-hmm. It is just us endless and aimlessly scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And before you know it, it's like 3 a.m. and you've lost <laughs> like loads of sleep and you're just doing the same thing over and over. Um, like that time could have been spent doing something worthwhile. Yeah. Um, like, it, where was it? I think I have it here. Like, it's estimated an average person spends 151 minutes on social media daily, mm. which is two and a half hours a day. Oh, so exactly. I know that is, like, it actually isn't that much. No, man, it, it is. It is a lot, but like, it doesn't sound that much. Well, maybe it does, I don't know. But like, that time, like two and a half hours is yeah. a lot. And that's the average person. Yeah. I am shocking for social media. I am shocking for What's my screen time. Pen? No. <laughs> no. Um, but like, that time could have been spent investing into things that are worthwhile, like things like our relationships with our friends and yeah. our family. Um, like reading the Bible and really getting to know God's voice. Like a lot of the time you would hear a lot of Christians complaining and almost um, stressing that they can't hear the voice of God mm. and they can't picture it. But then if you ask them to show their screen time, yeah. like that would yeah. challenge them a lot because you would literally, like your phones make it so easy nowadays to even check not just how much time you're spending on your phone, but where that time yes. is actually going, yeah. like what t- how much time you're spending on each app. Um, but it is that thing, it is just dead time. Like we're yeah. spending on our phones and it's just like it's not even worth doing like we're just completely wasting um, our time on that yeah. and I think we have to be very very cautious of that yeah absolutely and I think like we're not saying that social media is bad yeah. but there's a prop. there's definitely a problem in our generation actually in the generation above us as well because like some of our parents are shocking on Facebook um, like just the amount of time spent is so so not helpful and I find it like I'm the same and I wouldn't say that I'm someone who's on my phone loads. And then sometimes I check my screen time and it's embarrassing. Like, um, I think we do get caught up in that thing where we just waste time. Mm-hmm. Like, we complain sometimes about our lives being busy and our routines being difficult. And we've talked in this podcast mm-hmm. about oh, how to, like, make space and make time for God. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you could probably cut like your two and a half hours on Instagram and TikTok that literally add nothing to your life. Mm-hmm. Like you see, if you're addicted to watching like movies, at least you can talk to somebody about the movie you watched. Yeah. Like dead, like social media time is just such a plague on our like society at the minute. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be really careful that like we don't get addicted to it and we don't waste time on it. Like spiritually it's important, but also for your mental health. Like yeah. have you ever like come off a one hour like TikTok session and thought I feel really good like I feel energized and mentally fabulous like no there's so many other things you could do that would be better for like kind of your routine and your structure and your mental health mm-hmm. yeah I saw a quote and like it really it's so it's so strong and powerful and it's from I think it's from John Piper but it says one of the great use, great uses of social media will be to prove that at the last day that prayerlessness was not from a lack of time so like <laughs> very like if you yeah. were like kind of 
maybe that's simplified. Like social media and time on our phones one day will be proven to be the biggest reason we didn't pray. Not because we didn't have enough time to, but because we used our time foolishly and selfishly. Yeah. And like, it's so true. Like we just spend so much time doing things that are genuinely, like they feel good in the moment. It's like, again, it's like that quick fix, but mm-hmm. we yeah. look back at it and we're like, I don't remember anything I just did there. I don't remember anything I learned, yeah. anything that I... Yeah, they don't know. add to anything. Mm. Yeah, I, I think also one problem that I see with talking to young people is that, especially on Instagram nowadays, like, people say like oh but you want to see my Instagram it's filled with like pastors right <laughs> like watching like snippets of like sermons or people talking I think but if that's where we're getting our theology mm. and that's where we're getting our feeding from the Bible yeah. then it's not enough right and yeah, so I yeah. think like social media has a danger of like falsely mm-hmm. putting us in a place of thinking we're being fed yeah. because we're watching snippets of videos. I yeah. think it's a danger of like falling short of actually us taking some time to learn and to grow in the Word of God. Yeah. yeah. I listened to a podcast with John Mark Comer and for it's literally nothing to do with social media at all. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes they really like end up talking about it. But some of the ways that he said that really helped him kind of get off that like addiction from the phone was by actually just going, whenever he went out shopping, he would just leave his phone in the car mm. and actually just stand in a queue and just Love like that. just like stand yeah. there, watch people go by, mm-hmm. watch the tills. And he said he actually got to a point where he did that, he like built it up over loads of time and he ended up being able to go to a coffee shop with no book, with no phone, with no nothing, literally just order a coffee and he was able to sit there for an hour and a half and yeah. just watch the world go by. Yeah, But it all came from little small increments of time that he gave himself away from his phone he didn't just go and sit in a coffee shop for half an hour Um, and i think that's our issue that a lot of the time we can really try and just like oh i'm gonna just get rid of my phone and like i'm not gonna go on any social media for like two months Mm -hmm. but actually when we start too big we just then get caught up in that and then we like bring ourselves down within that yeah absolutely and it's the crazy thing in our society where it's not even just that like you're on social media but we we're like multitasking it like we can't even focus on one thing and i think that's a real problem like sometimes you just need to live in the moment like and not be on your phone while you're doing something else um holly can you give us um another con quickly of something else that you think is difficult yeah i think like there's so I as Josh said like I feel like there is so many cons and sometimes when we think of social media and we come around this conversation it does always seem to be the cons that come to the mm-hmm. forefront of your mind but for me I think a negative to it is very personal in that it can affect your confidence and your self-esteem mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it's probably like a really really big thing that loads of young people and myself have went through and I think it does this in two ways I think it does it um, it can affect your self-worth and how you view yourself um, you ask, Am I, I will never be as good as them, I'll never be the best football player or I'll never look as good as them or yeah. I won't have enough likes or followers. Um, and I actually remember, I mean, this is me exposing myself. <laughs> I was like 14 and I was really desperate for some followers because all my friends <laughs> oh, had loads. And I ended up doing, like, no, I, 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 bought an, I got an app and like you did follow for follow so like if I went on and and followed like 10 people then I would get 5 followers like I'm I'm so yeah that's me really throwing myself under the bus there I love your honesty we're being honest but yeah so I think it does that I also think that it affects your confidence and your self esteem physically so Mm. how you look your appearance your clothes you get so consumed by all of that um and trying to look the best and trying to present the best version of yourself on social media because mm-hmm. 
it looks like everybody else has it all together. Um, the airbrushing of photos, the altering of your body. Um, and I know for me, I got caught up in that when I was a teenager and I was definitely the biggest culprit of that. If I look back on some photos, I am definitely plastic. Like, I'm so airbrushed. I literally, like, Holly, you could never have that small of a waist because it's physically impossible to have that. Um, And I did all of those things because I wanted to impress people. I wanted to look like the people that I saw on social media. I wanted... I had absolutely zero confidence in myself and how I looked and how I presented myself that I thought I needed to do all these things. Um... And social media played a huge role in that and my identity crisis and trying to find myself. But I think, like, when I come and I think back to it, probably a lot of the girls in my school were doing the exact same thing. And when I think back to it, the girls that I looked at their social medias in my school and I wanted to look like them were probably altering themselves. And I think it just shows such a fake side of social Mm -hmm. media that it can become. And it can present so many different fake qualities of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as followers of Jesus, to bring it back to God, because that's what we're talking about, <laughs> um, we're told not to conform to the patterns of this world. Romans 12, verse 2 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That was a uh, verse of the month in 412. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys mm-hmm. all knew that. <laughs> um, but as Christians, we're trying our best to yeah. set us apart. But the negative negatives of social but it's the negatives of social media that can make it really hard yeah. for us yeah. um, and social media makes it so easy for us to compare and to fall into that comparison trap um, and to criticize ourselves and to criticize others and that is a real downside to it um, it's a real letdown that social media has thankfully instagram has that thing now where you can hide your likes yeah, which sure. I personally would have really benefited from as a yeah. person. Did anybody do that thing where if a photo wasn't getting enough likes, you deleted it? Absolutely. Like, no. I did that. If it wasn't it's getting enough right. likes, no. you said that's that. That's no. We were just well, That's why we have more followers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we end up placing other people's opinions above God's. Yeah. Um, and we value their opinions of us more than we value Jesus. Um, and it can make us question our faith and puts us in situations where we're exposed to temptation and we start to engage in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, it makes us question our maker and devalue his masterpiece. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And now I went through a big, massive thing of how I got kind of out of this. And I had like a real spiritual encounter with God and really met with him. And God allowed, um, I allowed God to come into my life and to shape me and to help me in that. On the side of social media, what some questions that I began to ask myself that really helped me mm-hmm. was, for one, if someone went on my social media, would they know I was a Christian? Yeah. yeah. And not just by... No, I do. I am guilty of this. So, But not just by the tiny cross that's in my back. <laughs> like, if they went through, they saw my photos, they read my captions, would they know I was yeah. a follower of Jesus? Um, another two questions I asked was, why am I posting? Mm-hmm. Am I posting simply to just update people in my life? and let them know what I'm doing? Or am I posting because I want other people to comment and say how good I am? Or am I posting because I want, do you know, all the praise given to me? Um, And the last question I asked myself was, who am I posting for? Because I found as a young person, I was always posting either for like people to think that I was great or my style was the best. Or unfortunately, I was posting for boys. And I was posting to try and get like, the boy that I fancied to message me. 
JT. Never worked. Um, yeah, I think on that, like, it is really important. Like, even, like, we were joking about how many followers we have and how many people we follow, but, like, who do you follow and why? Yeah. And who do you let follow you and why is really, really helpful. And actually, if you need to cull that and make your social media a little bit more just like, I post stuff because I genuinely want to, that might be really, really helpful. Josh, do you have like a final good thing that we can end on before JT closes off? Yeah, um, I think like, like over all of this, um, I think it's important that like social media is, is growing, which is good. And I think it's becoming more accessible, which is also really helpful. And that can be used for like, a good tool for like outreach especially um i think again it's just making sure we have like a healthier relationship with social media and mm. um, because again it's not inherently bad it's just yeah. we have to be very cautious of how we use it yeah but i think like what you uh, said earlier jt before we started this was like it is uh, social media is the, the best outreach tool of this mm. generation yeah. and i think it will be for years upon years upon years and i think again as that becomes more accessible then it, it will be like number one yeah um and like I think a big massive example of that was whenever we were in lockdown and like church online and youth online were all that we had and for some people it was literally like the only healthy community that they had back mm-hmm. then um, and I think it would be almost unfair to to say that social media is all unhelpful and it's all really really harmful but actually like because again at one point it was our best tool yeah. and it was our only tool of gathering in the community and sitting under the word of God and reading the Bible together and social media made that easy for us. Um, well, not it wasn't easy in the moment, but it, it made it possible for yeah, us. Yeah. Um, and in, in a time of pure isolation and unrest and anxiety, um, that we were able, able to gather together. And I think that um, was a really, really important one. And I think in the future, like, we'll see a rise in that of mm. social media being like an incredible tool of outreach. And again, it's that if we have that positive relationship with our social media based on what we post, based on why we post things, then that is like a way of outreach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I think that that is a really, really important one that we can't undermine and we can't just say it's all harmful and it's all dangerous, but um, like that is a important one. It's super. JT's mic just died. So I'm just going to bring Josh to JT to close up. Yeah. So is social media helpful for a Christian? Yeah. It's really helpful if we can honor well on it. And it's really helpful for an evangelistic tool for the masses but can it be also harmful? Yeah, if we do it wrong, if we do it for the wrong reasons, it can be. And so just as we finish, a takeaway that I think will be a challenge for all of us this week, but can be helpful, is I want you all to go on to your screen time, look at it, and get the figure. And this week, one, one of the days this week, choose to commit that amount of time in seeking the face of God, yeah. whether that's prayer, whether it's reading the Bible, whether it's listening to a podcast, whatever it is, set that amount of time aside this week to meet with God. Guys, thank you so much, Josh and Holly, for coming on. You were super. Kyle, thank you as always. Oh, and oh. we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye.